It's Dear Instructional Designer, Episode 29. Hey everybody and welcome back to Dear Instructional Designer, the show about the instructional design journey. I'm your host, Kristen Anthony. It's season two of Dear ID, a season committed to exploring the tools, technologies, and solutions we use to build experiences. This episode, I want to talk a little bit about my experiences learning to program. Every once in a while, I get a question from a fellow ID about whether or not learning to code is a good time investment. You heard Joseph Suarez give a pretty good answer to this in my interview with him. He said that, While he didn't think that everyone needed to learn how to code, it's useful for us, again, as the web developers we are, to at least understand the basic concepts. I've been learning to code for a year and a half to two years now, on and off as my work demands have ebbed and flowed, and I still consider myself an intermediate beginner. But I have and am continuing to really enjoy it. I love breaking through a hard problem. I love making things. I think I've realized at this point that all of my joy in work is really focused on development. So that's where I hang my hat. So for me, it's been an enjoyable and completely worthwhile experience. I can't answer for you. Obviously, you need to make up your own mind about this. But I want to talk a little bit about why I found programming so useful. I first got interested, or re-interested, I should say, in learning to code about five or six years ago when I was working for what's called an education service center here in Texas, and I was on the instructional technology team. It was right around then that places like Codecademy were starting to get real attention, and the whole wave of media about learning to code was building. I had taken web development classes in high school and really found them interesting, but not knowing at that point how to set projects for myself, the importance of not waiting for a school assignment, but instead making my own challenges, I got out of practice like you do. And while my interest was rekindled in grad school and I built a few cool projects, I still wasn't at the point where I understood this whole idea of consistent practice. And again, Even after taking several of the JavaScript classes on Codecademy, I stopped a third time because my job at the time didn't require those skills, and I spent nights and weekends just hanging out and resting. I miss those days sometimes. But I finally made a commitment to learning to code when I started working with Lectora Inspire at my time at a university extension service, my first official ID job, where I helped to create both online and face-to-face learning experiences for police and security officers. As I lurked on the Lectora forums, I started noticing that a lot of the really cool things that you could do in Lectora were built on a knowledge of JavaScript. And folks weren't exactly sharing their scripts. Perhaps they couldn't because of work issues. But, you know, if you wanted to emulate something that they'd done, you needed to work it out for yourself. It was around that time that I had really discovered how much I loved development and how much I wanted to be my best at it. So I started my blog and my portfolio, and I found Free Code Camp and started going through their challenges. And even within those first few months, through all of the setbacks and frustrations, 
I still managed to be able to do things that no one else on my team could do with my baby fetus level code knowledge. Where one colleague had talked about how to change the link color in Lectora using a technique that involved going into the code and making changes that would be overwritten every publish, I knew how to do that on the front end using CSS. When we had a problem in a fingerprinting course where our testers were telling us that participants really needed to be able to trace the prints on the screen in order to effectively do the analysis that we needed them to do, I was able to build a solution using JavaScript. When we had a forensics course where we wanted students to be able to look around the screen and look for evidence, I built a panorama using JavaScript. And this, I think, is the bottom line of why I might encourage you to learn to code. Programming, particularly the languages of the web, HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, are tools in our toolbox. They can help you solve problems that others can't with the -the out-of-the-box tools that we have. They can help you push past barriers that others might have to work around or cause them to abandon a certain feature or idea. Programming isn't magical, but it helps us build solutions. That's why I'm learning. That's why I keep experimenting. That said, programming probably isn't for everybody. It's hard work, and it's easy to get distracted by all of the new shiny stuff, and it's easy to compare what you can do with what others can do and see just how terrible you are and feel bad. And it's easy for work and life and the other things to get in the way. And it's frustrating when you run up against a wall. And sometimes communities like Stack Overflow will make you feel stupid for asking a newbie question or not phrasing your question correctly. But if you can and want to get through all of that, there's a lot to be gained from being able to fully manipulate whatever authoring tool you use through the code and being able to move outside of that authoring tool and create experiences using other web technologies. The other benefit, I think, again going back to both Joseph Suarez and E.J. LeBlanc, is that learning to program is one of those tools that forces you to continue to learn. And it's also one of those tools that teaches you how to think. So even though I'm focusing on the JavaScript language as being the most relevant to what I do, I'm also learning about other competencies as I attempt to build something useful And I'm also gaining knowledge that can facilitate my learning another tool or another language quickly and easily. Because while the commands might look different, the concepts of good, readable, well-organized, and effective code remain the same. Thank you so much for listening, folks. And before we part, I want to leave you with this. Programming isn't some magical thing that only some people can learn. If you think it's worth your time, you can learn to code. I'm enjoying it and I'm finding great value in it on both the design and development side of the work that I do as a learning experience designer. But I don't like being dogmatic about it. If you don't know how to code and aren't interested in learning, that's okay too. I'd love to hear your opinions on learning to code. Are you learning? What resources are you using? Are you choosing not to learn? Tweet at me. I'm at Chris. Or shoot me an email at kristen at dearinstructionaldesigner.com. I'll talk with you again soon. Take care.